Welcome back to the late talk, uh, late night show, late night talk. Sorry, it's a little late tonight, but uh, I'm your host as always, Aiden Garrett, and we have a lot to talk about. There's been a lot that's happened. I didn't record over the weekend or Monday just because there's so much to to talk about. I just couldn't pick one topic or even two, so I'm not going to talk about the California recall, even though I think it is incredibly important because of the fascist. Uh, Larry Elder, who a surface has, you know, come up where he says, I would have voted against the Civil Rights Act, which is just appalling and despicable. I'm not going to get into that. But if any of my listeners are from California, please vote. No, just please on this recall, because the last thing I want to see is that that man in a position of extreme power. I mean, if, if you look at Texas right now, just picture Greg Greg Abbott 2.0. You don't want that. Or Ron DeSantis. It's it just don't you don't want that. Anyway, we're going to talk about the dingus of Democrats. The how shall I say, the faulty the loose screw and otherwise perfect shelf. The busted leg of the caterpillar. The one the one guy there, I mean, he is Joe Manchin. I'm just gonna say it. Like this, this guy, in my opinion, is the he he's he's the definition of of obstruction of progress. He really just doesn't want any progress for the working people um, or middle class. Like he, he he just doesn't want to tax the rich or to pass any legislation that would see taxation on his corporate donors. And, you know, I think it's hilarious. He just recently did an interview where he was talking about like, you know, well, we, we did a bipartisan, but I can't do this bill anymore. Now, I don't know if any of my listeners know this, but it, the, the Democrats on the progressive side already sacrificed a lot, nearly half of the original proposal, which was six, I think six to seven trillion which is a lot of money, and they toned it down to about, uh, I think it was uh, three and a half. Yes, three and a half. I have it right here. To three and a half trillion, which isn't a lot. But the Democrats were happy. Republicans were happy. Manchin was happy at the time. And everyone was all like, all right, let's go. We're finally going to improve the lives of American people. But then Manchin out of nowhere says, oh, I just, I I can't go through with it. I just I can't go through with it. He's like he, he's it's like a friend who you ask to go out. Like you and your girlfriend are hanging out, but she has a friend. She says, "Bring a buddy of yours," and he's just like, "I can't do it. I just can't. I can't go through with it. I just can't go through with it." Aiden, you got you got to you got to make. I just can't. I got to stop it all. Like this this guy, and he has no actual reason. He just says, "I think it needs more time," or no, actually, it's it's not the right time to pass any legislation. Really, COVID is you know surging. You know we we need jobs. We need we need infrastructure right now in a time where we're so divided. We need actual work to be done in Congress. And I think I talked to my friends about this when I had to play devil's advocate. And I'll get to the question. I had, I had two emails. One was an insult. One was an interesting question. So I'll bring that up later. But 
um, Manchin is kind of just, he's bought off. And he is a Republican and in Democratic sheep clothing. Like, there's no other way to, to, to get around it. Like, it, it, it's utterly ridiculous. At a time that we're so divided and there's so much false information. And when Democrats finally took the presidency, the Senate, House, I honestly thought, like, this is, this is a moment for Democrats to prove to the Republican voter base and to the Democratic uh, base that we can pass legislation. We will benefit the lives of everyone. We're not going to defund the police like the Republicans keep saying that we are. We're not going to destroy the economy because, let's just face it, the Republicans have already kind of fucked that up. Like, we're not going to do that. It, it's just as simple as that. I thought that this was the time that the Democrats were finally going to show everyone that this is this is the moment. And they didn't. Because Joe Manchin has kept up his has had to keep perpetuating it. He has to keep the extending the time frame. Like, I don't know if we can let it go this far. I don't know if we can let no, something needs to happen. And the reason why I say this is because the, the Republican base is now, in my opinion, split. A bunch of them want just total power and utter chaos. Like, like one one side of the Republican Party wants like total, just fascist, no rules mentality. The others kind of just want old, you know, Republican uh, based uh, beliefs, such as like, you know, tax cuts and regulation on deregulating everything except abortion, which they want to regulate. So it's just it's shocking to me that when I, I think to myself, the Republicans are in a crisis right now. They're weak. They're literally weak. They're arguing amongst themselves about what's true and what's not. The Democrats just need to just push what their policies and people out of the out of the chaos and the, and the craziness. They will see, wait a minute, this is the way. This is the way. But Manchin has kept has, has literally kept it away. And I and I've, I've been kind of sick of it because uh, it, it's just appalling. And if I mention just come out as a Republican, man, come out of the closet. You know, just come out of the closet, man. Come out of that elephant closet. It's because we already know. <laughs> we we already know whose who's political party you're on. You're not a Democrat. You may say you are. You may claim that you are. You may run as a Democrat. But right now, you are the sole reason for st- stopping the Republican agenda. I mean, not sorry, not the Republican agenda. The Democratic, the Democratic agenda, and you're helping the Republicans. In my opinion, I feel like whoever's in West Virginia, progressive, someone, some good Democrat with some common sense about helping the American people run against him. If it's a Republican that isn't batshit crazy and at least wants to move for, you know, for progress instead of just like sitting back, go do it. And the main and because I'm going to come back to this all, I'm going to wrap it all up with this one thing that that. Manchin has gotten praise and uh, no criticism from because he keeps using the word bipartisan or partisanship, working across the aisle, making deals. I'm like that. I'm the middleman making deals. Yeah, you're making deals for the Republicans. 
you've you haven't done one thing to help the Democrats. And when you do, like you did with this infrastructure bill, you then go back on your word because then you get the phone call from Exxon or Mobile or whoever your donors are, and they say you can't do that. And he's like, all right, all right, guys, I can't, I can't go through with this. Actually, I know I proposed it, I know I planned it, I know I wrote it, but I, I got to bring it back. I got to take it back. I got, I got to take it back. And here's the, here's the main thing. We're so divided as of right now. Partisanship isn't going to work. Like that's that's the main thing I, I that I need people and my my audience and just humans to understand. Partisanship's not going to work with this political climate. We're so divided. We're so angry at each other. Like literally as soon as Biden won, the the Republicans literally said if a justice a Supreme Court justice dies even this year, we'll make sure that he doesn't get a chance. Like they're, they're not up for part the, – the Republicans don't want to reach across the aisle unless, of course, you're giving them everything they want, which is like with the stimulus checks and like taking away the 15 minimum dollar wage, which was idiotic and stupid because that's how we would get the economy back. So I just – I need the audience to understand this. Partisanship isn't going to help the country. Pushing policies – that benefit the people are actually going to help us. The only way the, the voters are going to know who's, who to vote for is who's actually pushing policies actually help them. And people are going to say, well, Trump did that. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He, he, he literally screwed up this country and divided us. He literally made the Republicans so bad shit radical that I can't even have a civil conversation with some of my friends who are Republicans. I'll get to that just right now because... One of the emails I got was from an old friend of mine. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to call him out live because then I'll get another email or text or maybe even a, a threatening phone call or text. But he asked me, he said, Aiden, you were always a partisan. You were, let me see if I find it. Aiden, you have always been an excessive <laughs> progressive liar. You just didn't believe in you didn't believe in science. Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> you didn't believe in God. I can kind of go. That's kind of true. But you didn't. And you also didn't believe in the actual success of President Trump. It is appalling of what you're trying to do right now. And I'm surprised that of all the conversations you had, you never won one. <laughs> well, let okay. Well, I'll answer. I'll answer these. I'll answer this question. So he has a point. Um. I always came off as partisan. And the reason why is because when we, as my friend groups, would get together and we would talk just about life and it would switch to political conversation, I am, it's my personality to make the conversation interesting, if that makes sense. Like, I've always, because if everyone's in a circle agreeing on the same topic, then nothing's really getting done. We're just, we're just like, yeah, let's, let's, like, and I, I just, I, and it's boring to me. So to my friends who, older friends who are Republicans, I don't, it's not that I didn't disagree with you originally. I was actually for those ideas. I was for religion. I was for all these things. It's, it was my personality of trying to not make it just boring, like, yes, man, kind of like hype talk. I wanted it to be interesting. 
because I was interested to know their stances. I was interested to know their ideas because I knew mine. So at, at the time, I would always try to, I would say the democratic progressive kind of ideology, ideologies, their policies, how it would work. And they would make them upset. And I kind of got a kick out of it. It's probably the wrong thing to do. But then eventually after conversation after conversation, it changed me because I realized how stupid those views are. Like, I, I would hear them and I would say, well, what's your stance on it? It's my belief. Well, then why is it going to be successful? No answer. No comment. Um, so that that's how I became who I am today. It's not because I was radicalized by television or media. I just didn't want boring conversations. I wanted actual civil discourse where we could talk and actually, like, as as people discuss. <laughs> um, so to my to my friend, hopefully, if he's listening or if he's not, or I don't know how he even came across this show. He saw on my Instagram, but I don't hate you. As a Republican, I don't, I don't hate you. I mean, if if you're if you're on the far far right, then maybe because then you're just so far gone, I, I can't even have a conversation with you. But we always find common ground as humans, so I hope that we can find common ground. I don't want politics to be the reason to come between us. I don't want it to be. But anyway, that's a little about a little bit more about me and how I've kind of just become here and now that I'm burning. I'm not, I'm not trying to burn bridges, but apparently I'm inadvertently burning bridges. Um, another, and here I'll do one more question. This is from Jeremy uh, from Ohio. Wow. Man, we're, we're moving up in the world. We're, <laughs> so he's from Ohio and he says, uh, what is, how do you think, what do you, oh, sorry. What do you think of the political climate today? Can you see any parallels? Um, I can't see any extreme parallels other than uh, other than I would say kind of ancient Rome and it's not like an excessive like extreme parallel I would say that we hit our peak somewhere because right now we're because right now we're extremely weak I'll, I'm just gonna say it like we're so divided within our just our own society that any TikTok divides us. <laughs> Any little issue that hits the mainstream turns political. Vaccines should not be a political conversation. Abortion should not be a political conversation. Masks should not be a political conversation. But they are. Mr. Potato Head shouldn't be a political conversation. And I don't know why the fuck Fox did that for like two weeks, but or Dr. Seuss for that matter. But like I said, um, like... When we're so divided, it makes us weak. And it's kind of what the Romans started to do. They just became lazy and they started bickering amongst each other, all trying to grab power right now. And then, you know, we just, we got destroyed. <laughs> not, not us, the Romans. They got taken out because they were so divided, so weak, so lazy. Then we just fell apart. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to happen soon. I hope it doesn't happen. I don't want this to happen. I'm just saying it's the one thing I, I can kind of see a parallel from. Because if you look at like every other nation, like if I'm using like a, a nation in Europe, a lot of them are kind of on the up and up as far as like, you know, vaccine deaths going down, 15 minimum dollar wage, you know, universal health care. They're really good places over there. 
in America, we can't even like it's so hard for us to just vote on like simplest things, like that like that bill about like they're probably gonna try to do a, a gotcha on like they're not like the defund the police that all the Democrats are gonna oppose us because we're Republicans. No, they voted not to defund the police like unanimously, <laughs> and that was probably the easiest bill. So like in my opinion, it's. I really hope that us as humans can see that we're not all evil and that we can actually move past this and work together to build a better future for us, for our future generations, which does include myself. So let's get on that. <laughs> um, but overall, just to sum up, in my opinion, to my viewers out there, you need to just be very kind and genuine to each other. And I know that Republicans will push your buttons, they're going to, they might say some things that are just really stupid, but you need to just understand them. It's the only way we're going to get through to them is to understand where they're coming from and understand how they've been misled, how they've been misled. That's the main thing you need to understand. If it's Tucker Carlson, point this out. If it's Newsmax, OAN, the, the former president, whatever, point it out. And uh, as usual, uh, you can go check out, you can email me at controlled chaos pro d 21 dot uh, at, I'm sorry I'm sorry at gmail.com I jumped the curve on that um, you can also email me personally if you want to at ang.filmstudio at gmail.com for any questions that you want to bring up or topics um, and yeah I'll see you guys next episode it'll be released tomorrow hopefully we'll talk more about the California recall um, I'm looking forward to it. So everyone stay safe. And remember, be politically kind. <laughs> See you soon.